Hello and welcome to a very bonus edition of the Chatterkey podcast. Because I know we said Halloween Kills is next, but you know there's another spooky movie come out before that. Well, mm-hmm. not before that because technically that came out after that, like a whole year after that. But I mean, before we watched that. Mm. Anyway, uh, we're going to we're going to be doing something different first. So uh, I'm your host, Dragging Thomas Hughes. Uh, I'm joined by the lovely Hayden and Lickler here. Because uh, today we're going to be looking at uh, the new Marvel. Mm-hmm. Horror movie that's come out, Werewolf by Night. Grr. A um, I think they call it sh- like showcase presentation or something mm. like that. Now. Basically, like a long one shot, uh, which comes in at fifty five minutes long. Mm. So it's a short film, basically. I think yeah. they refer to it as a television film, uh, more than anything. Mm. If you Google it, it literally says television film. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's. All being honest here, mm. I fucking loved it. It was good. I mm. absolutely fucking loved it. I, when I watched it by myself when it first came out, I was like, mm. I'm really into this. This is like really fucking good. And then watching it back just, the same mindset is, that is really fucking good. Mm. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of the old school monster movies like Dracula, Frankenstein, mm. The Mummy, Wolfman, Creature from Black Lagoon, Invisible Man. Uh, Phantom of the Opera, mm-hmm. those sort of ones. Uh, so this, like, as soon as they were like, "Oh yeah, we're doing like a homage to mm-hmm. old school uh, monster, monster movies mm-hmm. from like the twenties onwards," I was like, "Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm in for this. I'm, I'm all in for this. Let's, mm-hmm. let's see if they get this right." And honestly, they get it exactly right. I mean, it definitely feels like I'm watching one of these really old ones, obviously just with a bit better quality. Because obviously there's a lot of obviously from the black and white presentation mm. they go with to obviously some of the screen burns. Yeah. Like uh, the music choices. A lot of this makes you feel like you're watching one like like the old Wolfman mm. or something like that. And the the practical effects of it also make you feel like that because obviously back mm. then they wouldn't use digital. Yes, there's yeah. a few digital shots in this. Obviously, it kind of has to be because they still want to make it look like yeah. it's part of the MCU. So obviously, the main digital shots mm. are mainly. Um, Man thing, obviously burning people. Yeah. Some like touch ups on him entirely. The magic of the bloodstone. Stuff like that. But mm-hmm. all other than that, like Jack himself is all practical. Mm-hmm. That's just a guy in a werewolf suit, which yeah. again definitely gives me vibes of like the original Wolfman. Mm-hmm. And a couple of scenes in the remake of the Wolfman that use the practical mm-hmm. suit mm-hmm. rather than digital. Yeah. So it does definitely does give me those feels and obviously as you say with the fact that they use their practical man thing obviously just a mm. bit touch-ups here and there for the face and like the like tentacles yeah for stuff like that it it mm. definitely gave me sort of like vibes of stuff like um creature from black lagoon mm-hmm. which i'm a big fan of like a really big fan of that movie um so it definitely like gave me those vibes i mean it's it's crazy that this is directed by a music composer mm. um michael G- giacchino who did the music for Spider-Man Far From Home, No uh-huh. Way Home, mm. Prius Any Mind and Homecoming, the Jurassic World trilogy, mm-hmm. uh, the Batman. Um, I think he did Lightyear as well recently. Uh, I think he may have also done The Incredibles. Mm. Oh, this is like a, a well-known music composer who's done a lot of big movies, like, like scoring them, never directing them. So obviously that's kind of a gamble on Marvel's behalf going, mm. okay, we want you to direct this for us. That that there alone is a gamble. It paid off. But it paid off. Mm. It helps as well. I feel like, especially 
with him composing the soundtrack as well, mm. he can film it and go, okay, I know how to do this and I know what music can make mm. this pop out a lot more. I mean, one of the scenes I really liked is the scene when, obviously, they're picking who can go face the monster first. Yeah. Uh, and, obviously, Jack gets it. And it's that guy the massive, like, fucking, like, trumpet trombone thing like looks like whatever yeah. uh, the grinch like one of those sort of ones and he's there he's there walking around like it's like really like, gothic mm. and sinister like fire coming at him like that is like the music on top of that makes it like stand out really well mm. um and all the scenes obviously towards the end when obviously jack fully transforms into the world mm. by night that music over the top of these dark shadowy figures of obviously mm. him in the, the standing there and obviously the uh, shadows and running around yeah that music makes it stand out so it's another great score from mm. uh, Giacchino I do like the transformation scene because obviously you don't really see it in person you see it in the shadow form the flashes of the magic and it's like it you see the shadow changing it's a very, very classic, like classic monster run where you don't really show it transform, but you show the shadows. And... Yeah, that's what um, mm. they released a trailer a few weeks ago, like, uh, yeah, like a uh, just behind the scenes trailer, the director talking about it, mm. and he mentioned stuff like because you a lot of these old ones you don't see it on screen, you see a mm. lot of these shadows, and that's scary. Mm. And he does that with this. Obviously, the whole idea with the shadows, it kind of reminds me of stuff like uh, Nosferatu. Yes. Uh, when he's walking mm. up the stairs, and you just see the shadow of him walking up the stairs. Mm. I don't know, film the remake him soon. Uh, uh, Robert Eggers and a few other people. Um, Back to shadows. But yeah, obviously, it definitely gives you those sort of mm. vibes. And they say like, these other like, monster movies where you see the transformation off screen rather than stuff like... Um, American Way Off in London yeah. where you see the on screen or the howling mm. like those ones where it showcases like a practical mm-hmm. a practical transformation obviously this doesn't go that route it's like okay we're not going to sh- we're going to show you a bit like little snippets but we're yeah. going to focus more on the shadow the shadow effect also like Elsa's face watching it the the night like, everyone's reaction to mm. it yeah because obviously it doesn't just show it it shows other people's reactions mm. to what they're seeing obviously uh the obviously the old woman, obviously the other bloodstone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously you see her reaction straight away and she finishes like what the hell and obviously mm. her reaction when he actually attacks her, she's like, He's pulling my arm uh, and obviously you see you see all the hunters like reacting because like they've kind of never seen anything like this before, mm. I'm guessing. For all these other monsters that you get to see around the walls, which is quite cool little yeah. Easter eggs. Uh, little references like to other monsters around mm. um, but it's like I'm guessing they've never come up against anything like this before mm. so that's something like new for them to see so that's pretty cool to see even they're like whoa what the fuck is this thing mm. and like they, 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 they just treat it as like oh yeah we're going to take this down like it's just another oh, stupid yeah. monster but it's instantly shown that it's not I mean when he mm. bursts out the cage and he's just there, the whole scene of like panning around, like, where is he? Where is he? And you mm. see the, the eyes in the darkness jump down and attack everyone. I mean, even that first hunter, uh, goes for him, tries to take yeah. him down, instantly gets dropped. Like, he doesn't even get like a chance to get any like attack him, mm. really. Gets his ear ripped off, um, before obviously getting killed by Elsa. Mm. Like, it just shows that they were so unprepared for anything oh, yeah, like definitely. this. Like, 
there's a big fucking like swamp monster outside, mm. but they're not prepared for something so smart. Yeah. That they're expecting some like dumb monster, but mm. he's not. He's still human underneath. So he's got that smart thinking. And yeah. obviously that side of him is his pure rage, mm-hmm. which is just like you you got no chance of stopping this. Mm. No chance whatsoever. Which is proven by every fucking guard getting dropped. I mean, the blood stains over the camera is like phenomenal. Oh, mm. um, and obviously, he's just slowly working his way mm. through every single one, like acrobatically. Mm. Like it, it's it's weird because usually these werewolf ones, you see them sort of rip through them, but he's like jumping around, like yeah. he's like doing. Fl- he's actually fighting as if he was like an actual like superhero. Like he's like mm-hmm. doing these combat moves, and he's just like that's a bit different. <clears throat> to normal ones, but it's usually yeah. just like a slash or something. Like yeah, the slashes, but he's like flooring them like around. Yeah. Like he's like doing these mm. sort of moves. It's like really, it's like really cool to see. Um, it's really good to see. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the cool thing as well. Obviously they spent obviously they spent the first half hour building up this mysterious character. Obviously yeah. Jack, like. He mm. don't, he's like a really silent type. He's apparently got over a hundred people take yeah. confirmed deaths. Mm. Uh, the, got compared some to all vampire. Compared to all the other ones mm. there, he's got obviously got he's got all their kills combined basically near enough. Mm. It's very mysterious. And obviously you got the dead corpse, which is like a big Marvel character. Mm. Um so I'll be rotting for you. <laughs> Sorry, bit of graveyard humour. Um <laughs> Obviously, it slowly mm-hmm. builds him and obviously Elsa up, but these yeah. two mysterious characters. Elsa, obviously, uh, Bloodstone, who is kind of not liked by the Bloodstones because she mm-hmm. abandoned the, the name and is basically fucked off. Whereas Jack is, as I say, this mysterious hunter. And it's not really until uh, he encounters really Elsa the first time that you're thinking, hold on. It's, yeah. I mean, cause the, 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 the woman literally says, Basically, everyone for themselves. So essentially, mm-hmm. that means you come across another hunter, you kill him, but no one left standing mm-hmm. apart from you and the stone. And you, it, when you first come across Elsa, he's just like, "I suggest that we just go our separate ways." And she's like, "What?" And he's like, mm-hmm. "I suggest we go our separate ways." And then the the Scottish guy attacks, and he just fucks off. He runs mm-hmm. off. So that's mm-hmm. like you're like, okay, something's not right here. And then when obviously he encounters Man Thing when he bursts Head. through. So yes, sorry, Ted. Ted. <laughs> when he encounters Ted when he bursts through obviously the bush mm. and grabs him, you're like, oh, "What's gonna happen here?" He's like, "Hey, buddy, hey, buddy." And he's just like, "How many times we gotta come and save your ass?" He's like, "Okay, what what the hell's going on?" He's a hunter, but he's, he's okay with this it. giant mm. monster. And then it slowly builds up to obviously the fact that okay, no, he's actually a monster with the big reveal of mm. obviously when he goes to grab the bloodstone after they obviously save Ted by blowing yeah. up the wall. Obviously, when he grabs it and it blows him away. And you're like, whoa. And it's like, okay, he's a monster. They mm-hmm. made the comment of, there's a monster masquerading as one of our own. So that's like, so that's why he's like being like, he's, he's not mm-hmm. actually a hunter, he's a monster. I mean, as I say, you can tell by the fact he's not a hunter by some of the stuff he does. I mean, the whole bomb, she's, he's having to be like, how do you use this thing? Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, you just click it. He's like, oh. Oh, shit. Okay, just stick it, throw it to the wall and it'll stick. Throws it, bounce off the wall. He's resting it on the wall. He's falling off. I was literally there going, just pull it in the fucking crack. I generally was shouting at the screen saying, just put it in the crack. Anyone with any mind would just go, there we go. 
Remember enough? Mm. I was literally yelling at the screen the first time I watched it, telling it to just rest it in there. But like everyone else is thinking, why is he shouting? Just put it in the crack. Shouting that out loud. No one was here, so it's fine. It's fine. No one was here to randomly <laughs> me yelling. Next door neighbor's like, what's he getting up to? <laughs> Lala porn. Lala porn. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Put it in the crack. I'm, 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 I'm getting flaccid. <laughs> I've had enough of this goddamn story. You've been going for 10 minutes just talking. I think, I'm, I think I picked the wrong porno. He's actually fixing a, a fucking plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But yeah, it's, I am very interested to see where they go mm. with bringing this fully into the MCU. Because obviously, dark side of it. Kane Feige's literally said that this is like actually like going to be interconnected very heavily within the mm. MCU. And it's just like, how is this going to actually happen? Because, mm. I mean, Blade obviously is an easier example. Because, I mean, Blade was going to be in this. Oh, yeah. But they had to cut it because of uh, the actor couldn't film anything. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that they're fucking struggling with that film at the moment. Okay. The, the director left. The scheduling, so they're having to get mm. someone else to come in. And apparently, the actor's like, really pissed off with the script or something. Like, apparently, the first draft is like really bad. So, I hope they get better. It, I mean, it's, got to go, it's going to production within the next mm. like month. It's got to get better. It's due out next November. Jeez. It's got to get fucking better. Mm. But hopefully, I mean, I don't know. I don't know true. Some of those rumours are there. Hopefully, it's mm. not. It's, it's like the cobblers. But still, obviously, it's, it's going to be interesting to see where they bring Jack and Ted into it in the future. Because this isn't set in the past. Though it's all black mm. and white. At the end, you have the song Somewhere uh, Over the Rainbow by... Um, What's her fucking name? What's her name? Uh, the song for fucking... She's in fucking... Wizard of Oz. Like, there's, a, there's a film that like last year, I think it was. Mm. I don't know. Not Julia Andrews, is it? That's, um... Nanny McPhee. No. Julia Andrews is, um... Called... Judy Gar- Garland, that's her name. Yeah, that's that. the name I'm after. Who did um, I say? Judy Andrews, she's like fucking Princess Diaries, I'm on the correct way. Help us about the name of Sound of Music. Mm. So I'm close. I, went, I picked a musical, yeah. it's not the correct musical. Yeah, Judy Garland. She had a film better not long ago. Obviously, her, her, obviously, somewhere with the rainbow kicks in mm. as Elsa's like hand starts to turn to colour. And mm. the whole, so she, everything around her is still black and white, but she's in colour. Mm. And then next minute it cuts to like the middle of like nowhere in the forest where obviously uh, Jack's just waking up. And obviously, Ted's just sat there with a couple of fucking tea for him. He's like, here you go, mate. There you go. Nice one. They're having a little conversation. Is Ted's like, oh, that's going to save you. He's like, no, you didn't. He's having this little argument. And then, I mean, you guess that's what you're saying because that's what um, he's saying. You don't yeah. actually quite understand it's a, him. It's all brilliant, you know. I mean, anytime you can sort of understand what he's saying, whereas mm. when he's like, "Where is he?" That one, it's, it kind of mm. sounds like a Ugh. that mm. that definitely sounds like a "Where is he?" And it's like, oh, he, he went that way. Oh, uh. he went that way. <laughs> those, that, those, those sort of ones you can definitely sort of gather that he's asking mm. that sort of thing. But that one is obviously like a conversation. The start, he's like. 
I, I can't think of. He's like talking about his dinner. And he's like, oh, I can't think of food right now. He's like, okay, I'll get you sushi. You deserve. He's like, yeah. He's like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, you pick the pace, mate. You pick it. I was like, how the fuck's he picking a sushi place? It's a giant monster. I'm guessing he's Jack's going to go in the order to take out. <laughs> Isn't Jackson that's going to order some takeouts? Like, it's the Hulk reading the skies. <laughs> we obviously that whole ending's all in colour, mm. which is like okay, no, this is set present day. I mean, as, as I said to you when watching it, um, I think they updated the Disney on Disney Plus for after Love and Thunder, mm. so it it's going to be that then Black Panther, so it's actually like present present, mm. um, the most present there is, and. That makes more sense than being the past and trying to bring it into the future. Obviously, this is a black mm-hmm. and white. Is there just as the homage to the old school Universal Pictures monster movies mm. or the old ha- Hammer and stuff like that, um, which is fine by me. Because um, the characters themselves are based off those kind yeah. of films and stories. I mean, the acting is pretty fucking top notch. And it's um, where's his name? I need to get the actor's name. He's playing Jack. Uh, Jack's played by Gal Garcia Bernal, mm. who was in the movie Old by M. Night Shyamalan last year. Shyamalan. He was the dad in it. Mm. And he's really good in this as Jack. I just find it funny that his name is Jack Russell. I literally, when I was talking about it today, because I got, got asked at work, like, oh, did you watch it? And I was like, yeah, no, it was really good. It was really fucking good. Uh, and I was, I was like, um, it's like, is it based on any characters? I always get asked the same thing. Is it based on any characters? And I was like, yeah, yeah it's based on a, a character called Jack. Jack Russell, and I, I, I walked off, and I there was what the dog. I went, yeah, he's he's named after the dog. I know it's ironic, but every time I like mention the character's name, so his name's Jack Russell. Like the response always is, what the dog? I was like, yeah, no, they generally call the character. Yeah. It's generally a joke version. So they call his name Jack Russell, mm. which I find hilarious. I see he's really good as Jack, and then when he goes for monster, mm-hmm. it's like really fucking good. Obviously, they use obviously sound effects for obviously, obviously. The, the wolf noises, but I mean physical physical wise, he's like a brute. Mm. Um, and then obviously as Elsa, you've got Laura Donnelly, uh, who I believe is an Irish actress, Norman mm. Irish actress. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's been in a few things over the years. Uh, now she was in the Bill years ago and like Casualty and ah, stuff like that. Bill, Merlin, she played Freya and Merlin. Oh my god. Um, yeah, see the Bill. Casualty. <laughs> but yeah, obviously she's really good as Elsa. Obviously this snarky mm. character who's like, kind of gives me Black Widow vibes of a, a fighting style. Yeah. Especially when she's fighting the big guy, the Scottish one. Obviously she does mm. those flips and like, wraps herself around him and takes him down. Like, that is really good. And um, like, even like, her weapon as well. Instead of like having the, it's like a fucking, that saw blade kind of like, we get the chain. Yeah, it's just the spinning. Grapple hook. Yeah, the grapple thing, yeah. hook that she steals. Even that's very Black Widow-y. The, the, the Scottish guy does some special effects for Return of the Jedi. Mm. He was produced on some Star Trek. He wrote The Muppets Tonight. He's been in quite a few things. Yeah. He was a punk on the straight in Homecoming. God. Maybe... He was in that TV series Dinosaurs back in the day. Oh my god. He was a gremlin in Gremlins. Wow, he's actually been in quite a few. I don't even know. I don't even recognise him. I'm just looking at some of the cast oh. here. I'm just like, I don't even recognise this guy, but he's been in loads of stuff. Um, Kirk R. Thatcher. Mm, it could be his character. He plays his own character in Homecoming. It could be our headcanon. 
Well, the one who plays the stepmom, Harriet Sanson Harris, yeah. she was in the album Somebody Values. Apparently in Supergirl, in an episode. Desperate Housewives. It's quite like they've been like the cast have been in quite a few things mm. by the look of it. Then, um, it's sad. Never rec- I don't recognize them. Oh, was in West. I do recognize you know the obviously the Asian guy, the one the first mm. to die by Elsa when she obviously chops his hand off. Which I'm gonna get to the the violence in a minute with some of this. Um, mm. that guy, I didn't realize he was in Westworld. Not, I was I was looking uh, looking at him there. I was like. Especially when it says like 2016 to 2020, mm. so that was series one to three. I was like, who was he? He was the one who befriended Fandy Newton's character in the underground, but he's one of the ones who works on like the 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 androids mm-hmm. in the underground part of Westworld. He's one of the ones who works on that, and he was like quite a obviously nicer character than most yeah. of them. And I I was like, I didn't recognize him in this, but now obviously knowing that, I'm just like. Oh shit! No, no, I do. It was also ironically Swamp Thing. Was it? It was in the the TV show Swamp Thing. Mm. The irony of that, mm. for the fact that Swamp Thing and Man Thing are very similar. Oh, basically, they're basically the same character, but on DC ones. Yeah, he was in Swamp Thing. He was also in the mm. Iron Man VR game. Oh. Think though, what came first, Man Thing or Swamp Thing? I don't know, but he was also in a Wi-Fi vote. Um, mm. I can Google it for you. It's like um, Man Thing. Obviously, Man Thing first appeared in. May 1971. Swamp Thing. Would help us about Swamp Thing, right? Not Siamp Thing. Ah, Siamp Thing. My favourite character. My favourite, yes. Swamp Thing. Yeah, first bid in July 1971. Hmm. Didn't I say Man Thing was 71? Man Man Thing was first by two months. Oh my god. (laughs) Man thing was literally two months Tomorrow before Swamp Thing. First and something like that's correct, the exact same character. But who can but talk without tentacles and Tusk can talk. Mm. So obviously Swamp Thing can talk, can't he? Mm. But yeah, uh, I still can't believe that's the guy from Westworld. But yeah, obviously we can go back to the violence now. Obviously, with, mm-hmm. as I was talking about, about just when looking through the cast, um, it like for a Marvel thing. I mean, it's it's TV fourteen, mm. which is that what Moon Knight got? Moon Knight was quite brutal. Uh, Moon Knight got a sixteen. Mm. I must have to go on Disney Plus itself to see what it, <clears throat> like what they rate it on as because mm. obviously TV forty means different over here. Oh yeah, because our ratings are completely fucking different. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us in the UK, it was a sixteen plus. Mm-hmm. So that's I believe what Moon Knight got as well. Mm. I think about it, it kind of gets away. Yeah, sixteen plus moon like got. Mm. But obviously, yeah, um, it fucking goes for us. Say, uh, oh yeah, definitely. You get that guy gets his hand cut off, gets mm. a fucking arrow in his neck, and she's there holding him as he's dying in her arms. Obviously, fucking two people get burnt alive. Obviously, people get ripped apart mm. by uh, a werewolf. But I know what you're gonna say when you said they get away with it because I had this same discussion with someone mm. at work, and I was like, they can get away with all this blood. Because black and white. Yeah. The big thing is, if you want to have blood in a film, and you want kids to be able to watch it, make the blood different oh, colour. This is like a teens almost. You know I mean? Like, if yeah. you want the people's, like, teens, you want it carry it so it's got at least, at least a 16, and not making it 18, you've got to have different colour blood. 
That's why a lot of horror films that you they want people to at least be able to watch it. Not eighteen. The aliens will have different color blood, or there'll be monsters that don't really bleed. They just like puff and smoke and stuff. They're trying to avoid using actual red. A lot of things, even a lot of kids shows, they will if they have blood, it'll be a different color. And guarantee it won't not be red. So obviously, it's being black and white. I can get away with a lot of blood. Yeah, that's what I. That's what mm. I said because I got asked like, I got was like, was it brutal? And I went, not brutal, brutal, but mm. I mean for some Marvel, it was quite yeah. a lot. And um, I was obviously asked when I was like, mm. but they can get away with it because they're black and white. Mm. Uh, you slap black and white on stuff, and you can get away with a lot of stuff. That's why I reckon they did. They went more black and white because mm-hmm. I was. I was. Uh, reading this morning apparently the director obviously was always up for the black and white side of it mm. but obviously at first Ken Feige didn't want it in black and white but obviously eventually got convinced to do yeah. it in black and white and obviously as I said that works for the blood aspect mm-hmm. because they can get away with all these I mean as I say there's blood splattering the camera and yeah. doing that uh, the hallway scene where he's just flashing through fucking like four or five people it's like mm. blood hits the camera you put that on a normal thing then that's pushing them like go I don't know yeah might have to up the rating a bit. Yeah. But I, I don't think it would, because I wouldn't really say it's brutal, brutal. I definitely feel like it might have still stuck. You'd be surprised. The... I mean, Deadpool... I mean, Deadpool's, like, worse, in my mm. but it's probably just about the same, and that's a 15 over here. Mm. So, personally, I think it probably would get the same sort of rating. I don't think it would get an 18. Over here. I mean, in America, it probably would push it. But over here, because our rating's different, but in America, I probably would push it. Our rating's theirs, isn't it? Whereas... Mm-hmm. Most of the time when they get R ratings, it's like a 15 for us. Mm. I, think I think the worst rating is X, isn't it? Yeah. Very rare someone gets an X rating mm. though nowadays. It's like more the old movies where mm. you watch them back and you're like, why is this like an X rating? It's fuck all really. But yeah, it's got this X rating mm. over it. Uh, uh, it possibly could push an R in America if it went color-wise. Yeah. But uh, I'd say it'd be like Deadpool. He'd be pushing that R rating. Whereas mm. it's TV 14. Which isn't too bad. It's that's realistically like the stock of twelve A. Just mm. like it's around that area. So like between twelve A and fifteen, <laughs> right? It is <easy> fourteen. <laughs> yeah, it's like American ones are a bit more stricter with certain things, and it's a way of as well. They probably would have had to cut some of the gore if it was not in black and white. Because the, well, the they blood, will tell them the blood. Yeah, no, not the gore because I wouldn't really say it's gory. No, but a, a lot of the um. People who make the ratings and they review them and they'll be like, okay, if you want this specific rating, Put cut that, those bits yeah. out. Oh, I know mm. that. That's why they always have those shots where people make ones that are a bit more exposed, like they said, the tit shot. They, they show loads of nudity and be like, well, if we can cut that out, keep that gory scene in. Or the way around. Yeah. We can cut that gore, keep that titty scene in. Oh, no, I've seen a lot of documentary when they talk about stuff like that. I watched the. Friday the Thirteenth mm. uh, documentary that talk about every movie, and it spoke about part five about the fact that uh, there's obviously some gore and there's a lot of nudity, and they're like, okay, mm. you can keep like this like rating, which was like R or something stupid like that, mm. but you have to choose one or the other. Cut the titties, or cut the gore. They cut the gore. They went titties all the way because it was, which makes sense because it's made by a porno director. It kind of oh. makes sense that. He'd choose the titties over the gore. Typical. <laughs> yeah, 
it, it makes sense to why he'd choose that mm. over that. That's why some of them are kind of tame in terms of nudity because they chose more of the gore side of it. Mm. But yet the one they get a porn director to make goes, I like my boobies. Give me more boobies. Oh. It, true, it's true. Watch the documentary. Classic it's a, horror film. It's a really good documentary, not going to lie. Mm. I mean, I think that obviously the hopefully it should be releasing a documentary on this at some point soon because mm. they always did the um, making of kind of yeah what they're called they've got an actual is it oh, Marvel sh- Gallery or something like that I think so I know I watched a couple I watched the WandaVision one which is pretty good yes I, mean, I saw the Loki one mm. um, and I think I saw the Falcon and Winter Soldier one mm-hmm. I believe yeah I remember you putting it on I watched the th- I watched the first mm. three I need to watch the other ones like What If and all kinds of stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I, w- I watched those ones. I think that they are doing one of this as well. I'm guessing that's where that one clip came from where he was talking about mm. uh, the homage with the shadows. And I'm yeah. guessing that's from that documentary. I might have to check that out when it comes out because that's going to be a pretty good documentary. Um, so I like with Marvel at the moment. I like the mm. fact they're doing... These behind the scenes of the movies, the TV shows, mm. I really do like that because they don't have to. They could literally just slap some like some like, commentary uh, behind the yeah. scenes moments on DVDs and Blu-rays. But I like the fact they're actually going. You know what? We can actually get like a proper like hour-long special mm. out of this, like giving all the behind the scenes secrets of how we made this movie. Mm-hmm. I know that I know that obviously they did all they've done all the Disney Plus shows. Mm. I know they've done. Some of the movies, I think they've done Shang-Chi, mm. Eternals, um, Doctor Strange had one recently, I believe. I think Four had one recently as well. Mm. Um, Black Widow had one, I believe. Mm. I think it's from Black Widow onwards is when they yeah. started doing these. So obviously, WandaVision mm. all the way through to, well, I'm guessing, obviously, well, by not She-Hulk with the next mm. ones to get on. And then after that, it'd be obviously Black Panther. I mean, that's probably going to be a really good one because that's going to be oh, a definitely. lot of insight in that mm. to do with how they worked around his, obviously, Chadwick's death. Mm. That's going to be very interesting. Um, but I'm I, I'm definitely looking forward to the documentary on this one. Mm. Um, ooh. I don't think of anything else. You think of anything else? No. Literally mm. spoke about everything, I think. I think so. Talked about music, talked about visuals, obviously the whole black and white being how it can help them with all the gore. I think the only uh, visual for me that is a bit dicey Mm. is the woman's death at the end. The the CGI doesn't look top notch on it, but they can get away with a bit more because it's black and white, so it doesn't look as shit. Again. Uh, When the head rolls onto the screen at the Mm. end, that looks a bit dicey, but Mm. a black and white kind of saves it a little bit. Uh, but it's one of those things where it doesn't hinder the rest of the movie. Mm. Like sometimes you'll watch them and the CGI will really hinder it, and you're like, "Oh, that's not. That's fucking. That's makes the movie even worse now." But sometimes mm. you watch them and you can go, "That's not too bad." Like the <laughs> you guys are screwed now. Like to yeah. me, that doesn't hinder Infinity War. It's like it's funny because you're like, "Oh my god, that was so bad," and then you, you continue the whole thing. Even because that whole or even scene the one from is amazing. Civil War. Yeah, the Iron Man. And Rhodey in the armour with the heads exposed. Like, that's not the greatest CGI in my opinion. Mm. But that doesn't hinder the rest of the movie. Yeah. So I'd, I, it's definitely one of those CGI moments that doesn't hinder the movie. Because the mm. rest of it is spot on. 
It's um, like, like how you said that the whole four entrance, obviously, when he says, oh, you guys are so screwed. Even though that is quite awful looking, that bit, the entire scene overall is good. probably one of the best scenes in the film. Yeah. So even though that little bit does go, go <laughs> kind of weird, to, oh, so that's, that bit's gone. Yeah. You forget about it because you're focusing on all the yeah. better, which is a lot like this film. You focus yeah, on everything else but that. It's a bit weird. And then as soon as that goes, you completely forget about it because you're focusing on the rest of it. Is it more, you're sucked into it. Agreed. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll get to the ratings then. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty simple for me, really. I honestly highly rate it, this movie. Mm. It's like television movie. It's very weird to say I really highly rate a television movie. Usually television movies, these crappy movies you find on like Channel 5 on the like yeah. 2 o'clock in the afternoon, these murder ones like, oh no, I've lost my memory, but someone tried to kill me five years ago. Now they're back trying to get me again. Like these mm. crappy ones that you sometimes see on TV. Uh, all these like really low, like the uh, TV Christmas movies you get each yeah. year. It, like, when you think of TV movies, you think of stuff like that. You think not... of like a film special from a TV show and you're like, Okay, why did I do this? It feels like a completely different theatrical show, like that one fucking um, that Tracy Beaker film. I remember that. I did a film. Yes, I remember. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, and it was like it felt like a completely different thing because like, they introduced her mom, and it's like I thought the whole point was Doesn't she's gone. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, oh. But yeah, it, it definitely feels weird saying that I highly rate a TV movie, mm. but Marvel did spot on this. It feels. Not like Marvel. That's what yeah. I like. I mean, it's completely different to anything they've done so far. Mm. Um, and it definitely gives me vibes to when they uh, did, tried the horror with the likes of Blade. Mm. Uh, and even the Man Thing film. They did do that into a film years ago. Mm. Uh, even if it was a massive flop. But it still yeah. attempted something and it was still was something different. Because to... back in those days, like the more horror side of the Marvel was more popular than doing superhero back then superhero films were seen as cringy cliche stuff that's why i did blade x-men that's why i did blade and yeah obviously blade is the more successful one as man thing was just a disaster mm. but at least it was something different to what we're getting there and mm. this brings that vibe back of this is completely different to everything around it yeah. uh, mm. and i like it for that um and it's definitely up there for me this year is like a contender for number one mm. um so i'm i generally for that i'd have to give it 10 out of 10 uh got uh, a dragon's egg mm. because i am just uh, amazed of how good it was it could have been ended so badly mm. because of the black and white uh trying to homage too much to the old mm. stuff but for me that made it so much yeah. better mm. i like because obviously there's a big balance of it's big it's a big homage yes but there's also that hint of marvel like how the only thing is in colour throughout the entire film is the bloodstone it's the only thing the magic that comes off of it like even like when the magic hits obviously Jack Jack it's go, goes from orange to white yeah the, the actual when he's transforming that magic is just like part of the film whereas the bloodstone it stands out and it's I like how they use that and it gives that sort of MCU feel like when obviously WandaVision when they, they would hold the black and white scenes only wonders magic and colour. Mm. Very like I, I liked it. Like how they, I would I would like a bit of colour pop. Yeah, I mean that's in scenes. So 
I would agree with you. In 10 out of 10. You generally, generally are giving it... I loved it. I like werewolves as well, so that's a big thing. I'm I'm honestly shocked you gave this yeah. 10 out of 10, because I know when we spoke about this, when I showed you the trailer, like, mm. I'm going to have to try and stomach this, because I don't like black and white movies. It's not I don't like black and white movies, it's more they hurt my eyes. But still, that's the kind of case of you don't like black and white movies because yes. of that. Yeah, and when you say that to me, I was like, okay, it's going to be a struggle for you to watch. Yeah. I'm probably expecting maybe, you're like, okay, it's still good. It's like a seven, mm. it's between seven and eight. But I'm, I'm honestly shocked you gave up. I'm being objective. I was like, yeah, what did kind of hurt the eyes? But that's just because this specific style choice doesn't agree with, agree with my eyes. However, it Everything still visually again. looked good. And like I said, I do like a bit of colour pop. And like, I liked WandaVision. Those first two episodes were black and white. Some of those ones where, like, for an hour, I couldn't stand it. A bit more, it gets a bit strainful. But I liked the story as well. I liked the characters. And I like werewolves. And so it's a very so... basic story, but it works. Yeah. It fucking works. It's like, it's like a, a big pilot. Yeah. That's what it feels like, a big pilot episode, where it's like, establishing those two characters. <laughs> but it can go into your pilot ranking, because it's not technically a pilot. We know that. <laughs> wow, that makes it so much simpler. That gives Werewolf by Night, the Shatter Cave overall rating of 10 out of 10. Mm. Have we given like an overall, like a, a, a hot Jurassic Park, I think was the only other one. Yeah. This is our second, is that, this is our second one then? Probably. Of the year. Mm. Well, mm. It's, it's very rare we agree on 10 out of 10s. So, well, but no, you should, mm. you should be pat yourself on the shoulder because it's very rare we agree on a 10. You it's like, usually, yeah. there's usually either like a 9 a nine for one, 10 for the other, or an 8 for one, 10 for the other. Mm. It's very rare it's close. It's think... usually like a good what, distance away. I mean, mm. that the biggest fucking difference between the Transformers animated film. When it was oh, like yeah. you and uh, you and Alex like so far below five, and there's me. That mean that far ahead, and obviously, mm. thankfully for Connor, it, it's what gave it that more reasonable mm. scoring. Pat yourself on the shoulder, well, for a <laughs> night. Just don't claw yourself in the process. Um, okay, MVP. Ted, he stole the show. <laughs> Ted stole this fucking show. Like, there's so many other good characters. Like, I could give it to Elsa or give it to Jack. Yeah. But Ted came into this. Like, you just hear the roaring at first, and then you get to the hand, then you get to see his face. Yeah. But then, it, yeah, for the fact he's like just a big lumbering mute, he's got this mm. like little personality. It's like really. It's good. very Groot. It's very Groot. Yes, mm. just a better voice. And everyone loves Groot, so it's basically it's technically the same character, just <laughs> both big tree things. It's just, a swamp tree rather yeah. than a a tree tree. Um, okay, um, run up. Mm. See if Elsa or Jack. I'd say Elsa, because technically, I'd say Jack is more like the Hulk, but it's kind of two people. Because it seems the wolf is more like, like how the Hulk is a different personality of Anna, like a different aspect of his personality. I would, I would technically cast them as two people, like Jekyll and Hyde. It's the same personality, but two sides of it. So you, yeah, I can kind of see it that Whereas way. Whereas Elsa, I think she's a, a lot more established in the episode, uh, in the film, 
technically. Yeah, in the film, she's obviously the one we get introduced the most, whereas he's more of a mystery until the werewolf side. She's more established. We learn more about like, she's a her family. She's just yeah. strange from um, her dad and stuff. I would say her. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree. Okay. I'm gonna agree with you on that one. I know I overruled you uh, when you sat mm. when you sat out the Halloween one. No, overruled <laughs> you on that one, but I can kind of see where you're coming from with it. Yeah. You, if you're gonna give it to that one, you technically have to give it to both at the same time. Mm. So you have to split it as two different ones because Jack is different. Jack's more Marvel like comedic character, yes. whereas uh, the Wealth by Night is more of a not Marvel comedic, like more mm. of a sit. Like, yeah. I, li- I like to see it as. Yeah, Jack's more of a Hawkeye early on, mm-hmm. and Way Off by Night's more of Ronin. So it's more like Moon Knight, literally yeah. Stephen and obviously. Yeah, because that's how we do with that as well. Then we have to, yeah. have to, yeah, to split it between the personalities. A lot like that. So yeah, I, I, mm. I can agree with Elsa. She's definitely this very snarky character, that's mm. quite humorous to watch and very badass. And she, she kind of reminds me of Jessica Jones if she got her shit together. Jessica Jones meets Black Widow. Yeah. Right. She's got the snarkiness of <laughs> Jessica Jones, but the fight style of Black mm. Widow. Yeah, I agree with Elsa on that one. I'll, I'll, I'll give it to her. Um, okay, favourite moment. Uh, I'm going to give it to the first time you see the world by night. The yeah. first shot. Obviously, you get these little moments, the little shadow moments. Mm. But it's that first shot when they're all standing there after he's just took down, obviously, that one guard. And he's just standing in the darkness. So his arms spread and he's just like looking at yeah. the camera. I want to give it to that specific shot. That shot is just mm. like so fucking good. It gives me a lot of really like chills. That's for me. Very, very close to that shot. The actual transformation. With the, the shadows. The shadows. I like the, the way they did it. Because not just the shadows, but it's the fact that the shadows are flashing. Yeah. And it's the big homage to the whole old ones where like it's more of like a still frame. Like yeah. you see different parts of the transformation, but you don't see it fully. Wow. I, like we're, we're, I love how like, it's so like. The very close. No, yeah. Same rating, and mm. we can both agree on. The... We've agreed on a lot of stuff in this podcast. Like, if you watch any of our podcasts, it's very rare we agree on anything. You wouldn't think mm. we're a couple. You'd... Actually, then again, you would think we're a couple. <laughs> we're not agreeing on anything. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but this is like a, a once in a, a lifetime. This is mm. like pretty like Joker or Logan, the ones that we actually fully, yeah, mentally agree on. Um, Jesus. Um, okay. Um, okay. So my question is, and again, I've I've already asked that in that. Hmm. So I was going to say, would you like to see more horror in the mm. MCU? But I technically asked that sort of question because I do like yeah. asking questions about Chatgate and the Hayden Show, mm. and I kind of asked that question already in Hellstrom. Mm. Um. So I'm going to ask a different question. Would you like to see more of these Marvel presentations, these 55-minute specials? Mm. Because apparently they are rumoured to be churning some TV shows that we're going to make into these. They were going to do a Wakanda spin-off that Mm. apparently might turn into this. They were going to do a spin-off about the sister in Mm Shang-Chi. Apparently they might be turning it into one of these. So would you like to see more of these one-shots involving Mm. not just technically characters we've already seen, like I was going to say these ones that they're on about converting, Mm. but would you like to see ones like Heather with Jack? They've utilised a, a kind of obscure character and give him mm. the limelight. I think it'd be good for those 
Like, it'd be good for the ones that people, not many people they're not know gonna, about. Then they don't take the risk with. Yes. Like, this would have... Like, and obviously, they took the risk with stuff like Ant-Man and Guardians back in the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like if these were out now, these presentations, that's how they would have proved it. I don't think they would have done them as a full film. They would have took the chance mm-hmm. on this because it's going to be a bit cheaper. Mm. So, would you like to see a lot... Would you like to see, well, a lot more of these presentations? Yeah. And if so, <clears throat> what character would you like to see get mm. a Marvel presentation showcase whatever the bullshit thing they called it now the big one shot i like to call it mm. what character would you like to see get one of these i'm trying i'm trying, I'm trying to think myself here like yeah like one that would let me look at my marvel funko cabinet i think for me no they're all mcu ones oh no i mean you spider-man noirs fell over oh no not noir <laughs> mm. i think like for me it depends on how they do it if they introduce Ghost Rider into Ooh, the MCU, that'd be if they're cool. going with the um, obviously the one for Agent Shield, it'd be cool to see one on Johnny Blaze, of the origin of or like, yeah, of the previous that would be really cool. That would be, and yeah. then at the end, like it shows you the information where he passes yes. it on. To, that I I would that yes mm. yes. A thousand times, yes. Yeah. I was going to say, because I'd, I'd prefer to see either a movie or a full TV yes. show. Like, on the, on the, oh, Ghost the Ghost Rider, Ghost Rider. But if, as you say, they are doing one where it's not the original Rider, yes. it would be cool to see that. Or if they do it, imagine if they did, I mean, the, the first Ghost Rider from him, the Cowboy Rider. That's what imagine I if you got well. one of him. I think if you're doing Johnny Blaze, then maybe do him. the previous one and then show him. Giving it to Blaze. Yeah. Well, that, or if it's... Well, sorry, don't give it to Blaze because technically the devil gave it to Blaze. Well, that depends on how they do it. Yes. Because if, if... Would that be just exactly the same as the Nicolas Cage one? And what, they might want to do something different. Thousand times, yes. Mm. 100%. I honestly can't think of a character from my head that yeah. I would like to see get one of these ones, but I agree. So I think like Ghost Rider is one of ones where you want to see a full series, a full f- proper film the one we're going to follow. Yeah. But it's always good to do a little origin. Yes, 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 so, yes. I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna agree on that one. Mm. We're, we're too in sync on this one. This is ridiculous. Um, just imagine if fucking Sony had like were actually like Marvel gave Marvel the rights because then they mm. could they could have sacrificed Morbius to one of these. Oh my god, that would have been look. They could have risked it on one of these fifty-five like, minute ones rather than a fucking proper film. That probably would have been better. They'd be like, oh, we can't really afford Geralito. Let's get someone else instead. Yeah, they would have gone probably for someone less big. Like, better. Like, someone who's not... Like, this guy is... I think he's obviously... Mm. He's not the biggest, the biggest of actors, but... It's like the one you were saying. All these people you were showing, they're not the main characters of a film. They tend to be the more... They're not the big, big stars. characters. But... They're good actors. Yes. That's what that's sometimes you need. These films, mm. you need these big stars to carry i.e. Mario movie. Yes. That's why they got Chris Pratt, big star. Uh, so that's why they've used him. Mm. Uh, whereas something like this, a TV movie, you yeah. don't need that big name to sell it. You mm. just need to go, hey, Marvel, TV yeah. movie, it's free. So maybe Morbius would be yeah. a better place. choice for one of these. Like, mm. even like the, if that disaster rather the Craven and Madame Web one, probably would have been better. This Same mm. with the El Muato one. Probably yeah. would have been better in one of these formats. Come on, Sony, up and rights back to Marvel. Mm. Come on, give them back to Disney. Come on, you know you want to. <laughs> Fox gave up. Fox gave up that much. They fucking <laughs> shut down. They <laughs> gave up that much. Like, oh, can she just take her entire company? Just take her entire company and fucking have it. 
but yeah. Dizzy uh, there staring at the PlayStation going, I'm going to have you at some point. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, well, that is it. Um, put your thoughts and feelings on Werewolf by Night in the comments below. And obviously yeah. your answer to my question in the comments. Mm. Um, obviously you can check out the po- this extra podcast on obviously Spotify, mm. uh, iTunes, Amazon Music, Audible, the usual podcasting platforms. And wait, check out Friday where we're officially doing mm. Halloween kills. Uh, but obviously this month's going to be a couple of bonus ones here and there because there's some stuff we need to cover that are basically are out and it's kind of, I want to cover it now, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll explain to you one of them in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, obviously check out that on Friday. Um, yeah, we hope you enjoyed our podcast and we yep. shall see you next time. Bye.